I want to go over some of the people who have intellectually uh, inspired you. So what is the most important thing you learned from the works of, or just knowing, Jordan Peterson? Tell the truth. Tell the truth. I mean, mm. there's just no doubt about it. Tell the truth. And if you say something that is true, you have no idea how that can affect the world. And I got to see the guy do it on a day-to-day -day basis. I got to travel with the leading public intellectual of the world, watch him tell the truth, and, and see the way that changed the world. It was, it was remarkable. But what about the utilitarian result of, I might lose my friends, my family who once loved me might now look down on me. Why should I still tell the truth? Because if you do not tell the truth in service to keeping the illusion that you have all of these people in your life who accept you because you're not being the real you, uh, eventually that will destroy you. That will destroy you. That's not to say that it, when you tell the truth that it's suddenly going to be Shangri-La and, uh, you know, popping open the champagne because it's going to come with some pain. Of course it's going to come with some pain. But if anything, if, if anything was, was easy, then it wouldn't be the right, like if anything was easy, everyone would do it, right? We all know that. When something's tough, when you got to stand for your own thing and slog through the machine, then most likely you're going to get out better on the other side. I've never seen someone tell the truth and live the truth and fight for truth and regret it. Even people when bad things happen to them because of it, and bad things do happen to people who tell the truth. Um, I don't think most people regret it. Most important thing you learned from the works of Ben Shapiro. Facts don't care about your feelings. I mean, there's a reason that that line ca caught on with Ben, and I, I think it's true. Uh, ben is Ben is a fact machine, and he's incisive and witty and quick, and he talks fast and the whole thing. Uh, but I think that, that the reason that phrase caught fire was because it wasn't just the alliteration. It was just that facts don't care about your feelings, that, that we, live in a, we live in a real world, and then there's you. There's your feelings about the world. And you got to figure out a way to put those things together. And way too many people think that this world, the world of their feelings, is the real world, where in fact, a fact-based world is the real world. And then how you react to it is what defines you. Most important thing you learned from the works of Thomas Sowell. Oh, know your stuff. Know your stuff. I mean, this guy is a true... Uh, genius when it comes to libertarian economics. He has, he has stood his ground. He is, you know, the things that, that I talk about now, this guy was talking about 50 years ago and writing books about and has debated, you know, all of the brilliant uh, people across the board every which way. And, and some people that are not so brilliant, uh, say the more <laughs> socialist economists, uh, but he's debated plenty of people. But know your stuff. Sit down in a conversation ready to be armed with facts. Well, what does the welfare state do? What does high taxation do? What does high regulation do? And if you can sit down with people knowing your stuff, well, you won't be hysterical. Part of the reason the lefties generally are so hysterical is because they don't know their stuff. So they overly emote to, to compensate for that. Most important thing you learned from the works of Dennis Prager love and adore and admire Western civilization. I, I think that's Dennis's greatest contribution. He's written many books about it. I, I think I've got one of them right over there. Um, he, he has shown me and shown quite literally millions of people over the course of the last couple of decades on, on the radio and now with PragerU that the American experiment, as he calls it, is the, is the greatest human experiment we've ever done. We, we've done it so brilliantly for 250 years expanding more freedom to more people. And if you feel like it's in a precarious 
position at the moment? Well, you're right, because it is in a precarious position and you got to keep fighting for it. And I think too many people have stopped fighting for it. Most important thing you learned from Ayan Hersey Ali. I was going to say bravery, but I'll say something else. Grace, grace. Ayan, who I've gotten to know quite well off camera as well, and I've interviewed her a bunch of times, it's not just that she's brave. It's not that just that she stood up to Islamists and now stands up to Marxists. And it's not just her life story uh, of leaving Somalia and the arranged marriage and female genital mutilation. It's that after all of that, yeah, she's brave, no doubt about it, but she's graceful, she's decent, she's fun, there's a light in her. And a lot of people, I think that light would have been extinguished, but she found something that allowed her to, to continue doing it in a decent way. That's graceful, that's beautiful. Christina Hoff Summers. Oh, well, that first wave feminism is way better than third wave feminism. Christina fights for a feminism that of course, most of us would believe in, a, a feminism of equality, uh, an equality of opportunity so that women should have the opportunity to do whatever they want, not an equality of equity where women should basically be forced to do things. There are fundamental differences between men and women. Women generally like people more, men generally like things more. Thus, men and women choose different careers. Women can bear children, men cannot. Uh, there are differences and we should embrace those differences and just fight so that each person is equal under the law, not forced into living any life that they don't wanna live, which ironically is the people, the people who are telling you they're freeing you, they're actually <laughs> forcing you into servitude. It's quite incredible. Peter Thiel. Think differently. Uh, I, I've become very close with Peter. I, I hold him uh, in the highest regard because he's a, he's a nice guy, okay. He's a brilliant tech guy, okay. But there's something else. It's that he dare, dares to choose to think differently and a go against the grain. You know, we all think that we do that, right? Oh, oh, I won't go with the mob. I'll think differently. I must do things. I'll be whatever, offbeat and whatever. And he's a bit of a quirky character, um, but he really does it. And by thinking differently, I think that is what has allowed him to stay ahead of things. So, you know, Peter Thiel left uh, San Francisco, everyone knew San Francisco was crumbling under leftist policies and Silicon Valley was crumbling. Well, he didn't just leave himself. He took his entire company and left. And that tells you, wow, by, by seeing the road in front of you, but looking at it a little bit differently, you can make moves to the future that'll be a lot clearer. And I have no doubt that he will continue to make such moves. Finally, Tulsi Gabbard. Tulsi's a new one for me because we've, we've become friends really in the last year and I, I interviewed her during the presidential campaign and just this morning she was on my show and, and we were announcing that she's joining my tech company, Locals, Tulsi.Locals.com. Tulsi, how about, how about tolerance with Tulsi? Because she is, she's not just saying it. You know, everybody says tolerance. We need to be more tolerant. Tulsi means it. She really wants to embrace a spirit that would allow us to live in society with people who are very, very different than us. And I think the, the saddest thing for the state of the Democratic Party, and there's so many sad and worrying things within that party right now, the saddest thing is that Joe Biden or whoever's in charge, it's probably not Joe Biden, but whoever's in charge, that they chose uh, Kamala Harris instead of Tulsi Gabbard is, is really unfortunate because there was a moment where they could have said, hey, Joe is what he is, but now we're gonna choose somebody who's a true healer, who, who has some principles that are thought of as a little more left, but 
certainly has some principles that are thought of as a little more right and really could have been a unifier. I think she has incredibly bright things in her future because of that.